Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> you got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so we should be good to go. So I gotta ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> so, yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Cash Nation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within the communities. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you find your podcast. You know the tomorrows that we think we're going to have? They aren't necessarily guaranteed. A few weeks ago, I was fortunate enough to speak with Dawn prior to her transition for an episode we were producing for Behind the Wheel. Even as she was in the fight for her life, she willingly gave of herself in the hopes that her life story would inspire others. She asked for the questions beforehand so she wouldn't, in her words, be humming and hawing. And then when she received the questions, she graciously suggested changing the order slightly so it would flow better. And I obviously agreed. The idea was to conduct the interview with Dawn and then surprise her by including tributes from some of her friends at the tail end of the episode. And this way she could hear and feel the love from her friends within the try and running community. I alluded to it during the call and almost spilled the beans. I was going to scrap the idea of the podcast until I received a message from Crystal asking to listen to it. So here it is. Now, the trip to uh, Dubai with the photo yeah. shoot, you were there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so that was, I came about, that was our girlfriend's trip. Um, Don and I both love to travel. Um, and we have been across the United States to Puerto Rico. But <laughs> the trip to Dubai um, came about because of Don. Don had always wanted to go. And then she on fast, and she called me up, and she's like, um, look at your calendar for October for these dates, and go ahead and clear it. Um, so it wasn't really a question about <laughs> going to Dubai. She told me I was going to Dubai, because that's how dark I was. Mm. Um, and luckily enough, I was able to clear my work schedule. My girlfriend wanted to go to Dubai. It was also my birthday. Um, so we booked the trip. Um, and it was also timed with another group that was going. So we went on some excursions with that group, but I, um, because it was her birthday, um, because we are both really into photography and I was her photographer and she was my photographer on trips that we took, I decided we're going to get some professional photos. So I found a makeup artist and I found a photographer. I'm over in Dubai, and I set a schedule for us to get some photos done in, in the desert. And I was playing up the whole thing, but what I didn't tell her was that I was giving her that photo shoot as a birthday mm. And so um, we did shoot, and it was hilarious because Dawn is a former dancer, so she has these beautiful, graceful poses, um, and I look like a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, the poses, I was like, oh, these poses are stunning. I'm like, did you guys have a fan out there on the desert blowing that <laughs> scarf? I'm like, wait a second. These are not just, this is not, I mean, iPhone, um, don't knock against Apple. Please don't be upset, guys. These are not iPhone 11 photos, you know. No. no th- 
I said, this, this, no. they had a fan on the, they had a fan on the desert? We did not have a fan. It was just hot wind blowing in our faces. <laughs> so, oh, man. It, it looks so, I know. It, it was dramatic. It looked, yeah, but we had a ball, um, except with that camel, because that camel was um, having bowel movement every five minutes, and I was trying to step in it. New, so. Oh, my God. <laughs> And we almost fell, and we almost did barrel rolls down the sand dunes trying to get shots. But I mean, Dom is just so graceful in how she moved, and you know, the photographer was like, "Oh, I love it! Yes, Dawn, yes!" And mm. she gets to me and was, "Okay, Vaughn, I need you to turn this way, and I need you to turn that way." Straight struggle. So they had a good time laughing at me. But after we did that, um, you know, I I left her a little birthday card. Um, telling her that that was her birthday gift, and she sent me a little video crying and thanking me. Um, and, you know, I have it on my phone to this day, and I've looked at it every night for the past two weeks. And she, you know, I was with her in the hospital and in hospice, and I cry every night looking at that video. So, and it's kind of tough for me, too, when I see people reposting the Dubai pictures because they're so beautiful of her. But I know the story behind the pictures, and it just reminds me, in a good way, of the time, the wonderful time that we had on that trip, because we had a ball. Uh, a little bittersweet for me when I see people reposting them. Um, it brings good memories that, you know, you got to fight to fight the tears back when you start thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, it was... Uh... It, it was, uh, it's interesting to see, um, like I said, I, I became aware of, of Dawn, I think like must have been like 2017 or so through a, a, a triathlete in Atlanta, Khadijah Diggs. And oh yeah. so she mentioned to me, oh, you, you should, you should cover, um, you should cover Dawn's story. So I've been following it ever since. And I was like, dang on, you know, this is, this is, wow. And you, 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 I would go to the page and you see these updates. Um, I remember waking up one morning after reading a post from her and said, uh, this is it, folks. I'm putting my iPhone down and, you know, I'm going to sleep forever. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and, and so, now, so now I'm like, daggone, I should have, you, you, you see, you should have interviewed her and should have. And and what does this mean? Does she know that she is is? And then it wasn't okay. So I, there was there was some relief after that. And then after seeing, yeah. you know, <laughs> then then the post with 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 I'm putting it out there. And then you, you you as you indicated the the toll that it that it takes on your finances and the healthcare industry and just so people could kind of know and yeah, it is it is uh it's something else. Yeah, it, it is. It's a lot. And even to just like to that post that I'm going to sleep forever. So um, I called her up and busted her for that. I was like, you know, scared everybody on Al Gore's internet. Thinking, <laughs> 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 thinking, like, you're like, she's like, what are you talking about? She's like, and, and you know, people came calling scared and crying. And, you know, I was like, Don, what is wrong with you? I was like, I'm going to take away your phone. Give me your phone. <laughs> and we had actually even laughed about it last week, um, you know, in the hospital. And I was like, don't you ever do some stuff like that again. I knew what you meant. But, um, once again, um, you know, set the Internet ablaze with your um, post. And she's like, well, people just need to calm down. And I was like, no, you need to be off the doggone phone because <laughs> you know what your state is, but not everybody's here with you. Um, and again, people care for you and love you. She's like, okay, I get it. Um, so yeah, she can have a hard hit sometimes. But I still love that hard hit. Mm. And I, and that's that's what I wanted to be able to to convey um, through your words. Like I'll, I'll I I can edit out my voice, uh, but for those few folks who um, who don't know Dawn, you know I listen to different podcast and you and I hear someone's story you can get roped into this story and it's like tag they lived an incredible life you know mm-hmm. but who's who who will share our stories if we um 
if we don't. And so just to be able to hear it in your words and, and hopefully I can, um, with, with, you know, the videos and things that she put out, I want to be able to sort of compile that together and, and just share a, share, share a story of, as a tribute to her, um, even reaching out to her when she was, you know, I think it was around the 21st or so. And, and yeah, we she told to, me. Yeah, we were set to talk. And are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I, I, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I, you know, just make sure you drive safely on the road. And I'm like, this is, mm-hmm. this is, um, you know, and it had me sort of like at a, I stopped afterwards and pulled, I'm like, this, this is not. There's some people you get off the phone with and it's like, all right, take care, bye, click. And that's, you, you know, <laughs> but it just kind of gives you yeah. a peek into, to how she, um, how she moved in the, in the world. Um, yeah. And she really, I mean, to say that she lived her life out loud is an understatement. Don never met a stranger. And it was remarkable how people gravitated towards her and reacted to her. And to even be associated with that, because I'll tell you, I'm a social introvert. So why I pick a best friend who is an extrovert who's never met a stranger and we go everywhere together, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oftentimes I was done with people and she's still going, 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 going. And, you know, a lot of people know me as Don's friend. They don't even know my name. (laughs) <laughs> because we were always together and Don was just such a big personality and I'm blessed to have been in the room with her, right? Mm-hmm. And my circle has even expanded just because of the people that I met through her and um, I am just so appreciative of all of those people who have called and texted me or sent me a DM saying that they're praying for me, you know, knowing how close that we were. Um just, I really thank people for that, and I thank Don for bringing me along for the journey. Yeah, it's incredible. So, as I try to think about the, just just putting the uh, the story together, I think it's it's one of, you know, friendship. There's there's a sisterhood. There's a there's a there's a bond. This that's out there um, that you that you all have. You know. And then the the relationship that she has with the running community, and then people have with, it's just, yeah, yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible. She's incredible. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank yeah. you so much yeah. for for taking the time out to 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 share. Is there anything else that you'd like to um to say? Um. No, I mean, I would just say, well, the only thing I would add is, you know, Dawn loved people. Um, but what I don't want to get lost in her story is how much she loved family and how much she loved her girls. Mm-hmm. Um, her two daughters were everything to her. Um, and she lived for them and she lived through them as well, too. And they're going to carry on her legacy. So I would just ask people to pray for um, wars in this process because people didn't often get to see that side of John. Um, but tremendous girls who need love and support of this community as they mourn their mothers and to the rest of her family, her husband and her brother and her mother as well, too. Yeah, it I, during an interview that um, I was able to get the audio from, um, the young lady asked her who, where did she get her inspiration from, and she said her daughters. So the just to be able to, in in her words, hear that, and then to be able to 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 share that, and then hear you just convey that, so that yeah, people they were everything. And they're, they were solely following her footsteps. So her oldest is a Delta, her oldest is a Thoroughbred, and her youngest completed her first triathlete being mentored, triathlon being mentored mom as well, too. So there are little mini versions of the drama, for sure. That's great. So if I had to say it was a, a song, music that she liked, would it be Frankie, Beverly, and Maze? Let y'all know I'm good. 
Dubai trip to Stellan. There's a Dubai trip in your in your future, and you could hear Frankie, Beverly, and Mays playing in the background before I let go. Oh yeah, we had a yacht party. A yacht party, yeah. We, and so, we, so, we do big things. Yeah. That's what we would say. We a, do a, big things a, a, in first class. We do big things in first class. <laughs> <laughs> Just a three level. That's right, three levels. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so very much. I appreciate you taking the time to do this, Yvonne. Sure. I look forward to the the final product, and and it'll be a nice tribute to to my my dear friend. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. Okay. Bye bye. You too. Take care. Bye bye. Hey everybody! It's damn it race time. I'm here with oh no, forty thousand of my closest friends. Say hey! Everybody say hey! Yeah, so to 40,000 my few friends, closest friends out here, running Chicago! <laughs> Doing Dee's birthday! Oh, yes, Dee! It's her birthday! see by way of light and all the stuff but I was done so hottest damn race ever way too hot and then from there the, the run was just disgusting it was hot throughout the day and thank you thank you Chitola thank you Bob but it's done that's pretty metal look 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 I'm a finisher this time I did it all look 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 finisher 2016 that's me woohoo can you believe it? I can't believe it. But I got it done. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my goodness. I'm sitting here in line, getting ready to go get a massage. I got my cheer squad here with me. And my hubby. Hey. And my in-laws are rounding about too. But it was quite an experience. But it was good. It was really, really fun. Thank you, thank you, everybody. I'm really, really excited about it. My crew is all over the place, but I had to leave them to come get a massage to make sure I could function later. I'm gonna take a free massage at any point in time. Yes, I gotta go get a massage. Say hey, what do you say? It's my turn for a, is it my turn for a massage? Okay, and he says my turn for massage, so I gotta go, I just wanna Bye. say that Dawn was amazing. I met Dawn through running, but we really connected when she helped me plan um, a trip for my birthday last summer. She was just caring, and she just wanted to make sure that I had a good time and enjoyed my birthday weekend, and it, you could just tell. And I've seen other people post about how if you wanted to know how someone was doing in their race, just go to Dawn's Facebook page, because she tracked everyone. She was just genuine, and it's it's hard to find people like that, people who are just sincere, genuine, and, and just care about other people. I'm really sad that she's no longer here. I just, it's hard to put in words. I don't understand 
why God always takes the good ones, the people that we actually need to have here. Hey Derek, it's Lily. Thank you for allowing me to say something about Don. Don was such a beautiful person inside and out. Um, you know, she was always willing to give herself to everybody, support everybody. She lived life. I mean, she believed in living life. She said she has shit to do. And, um, you know, she always made everybody feel special. She always took the time to get to know you, to figure out what worked for you, what didn't work. You know, when I, I, I was so nervous about doing my half Ironman, it had taken me two years to get there. And so she was there cheering me on. She was there at the finish line. She was at the start, during the middle, at the finish line. She gave me a hug, cheered, um, took a video of me and my son. And then anytime I worked storm duties, um, she was there asking, you know, in my private messages, asking me if I was okay, did I need anything? And all along as she was dealing with cancer, you know, she never complained about having cancer. She never said, why me? At least not openly um, that anybody can hear. She just continued with life and was taking it day by day and just living it to the fullest. Um, if I learned anything from her is to embrace life and, you know, and just be happy. You know, don't sweat the small stuff. She was so inspiring. Um, she's going to leave a huge hole in, in our lives. And, you know, the tri-community, the running community, her family, her friends. She was just a beautiful person. She will be missed. Hello. Hi, Derek. Yes, this is Derek. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. Good. Um, so I wanted to uh, to speak with you and, you know, hear some of your thoughts uh, for the podcast. Um, so if that's cool, I'd be able to re record the conversation. Yeah, that's okay. fine. So, I don't know. I guess I'll start first by if you can just tell the audience who you know your name and 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 how you you and Dawn met. That would be great. So, um, okay, my name is Yolanda Burris. Um, gosh, I can't remember uh, when I met Dawn. I think it. I'm not sure if it was through um, BGR, Charlotte, or Try It for Life. Um, because I had um, done my triathlon with uh, Try It For Life. I had trained and done triathlons with um, Try It For Life in uh, 2011. Mm -hmm. And um, Don, and I was a mentor in 2012. Okay. And so Don, I believe, did her first try with Try It For Life in 2012. Um, I had started Black Girls Run in 2011 as well. Um, I started Black Girls Run Charlotte. Let me clarify so that no one thinks um, <laughs> I'm overstepping because I'm not. Um, I started Black Girls Run Charlotte in 2011, and then I um, and she became a part of that organization as well in Charlotte. So I can't really pinpoint if that was you know how I you know got to know who she was, but. Um, I was just thought she was, you know, this amazing person. And the more I heard about her, the more I started, you know, thinking, you know, like she's like superwoman. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't know her, her story. I didn't know a lot about her. Um, I didn't really get an opportunity to know about her or who she was until I developed a friendship with Crystal Blair. And um, Crystal... I knew that Crystal and Don and Yvonne were really close. I would see them at races together and I knew Yvonne and um, I had a relationship with her, but not with Crystal and not with Don. So Yvonne, I had my, my connection to them was initially through Yvonne, but it grew closer because of my friendship um, with Crystal. Mm -hmm. I know it seems really complicated, but <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it doesn't. How did you and Crystal meet? Running, running. Okay, through the running, running. and um, so I mean, we we 
we knew of each other. Um, you know, I didn't know a lot about her. She didn't know a lot about me, but we knew of each other. Um, she was in Black Girls Run, and I believe she became an ambassador. This was after I had left um, BGR Charlotte. And um, and so I think it's like a few years ago, uh, a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, because we all went to the same church, and a mutual friend of ours um, was doing a run to... Um, to commemorate the end of uh, one of our series at church. And um, we all ran seven miles. And then, they, so she and I just ran together during that time and we got we started to get to know each other. And then there was like another, like a holiday run or something. And then she had her own run group. And so she asked me to be a coach for her run group and support her group. And I did. And we just developed a friendship through that and then the friendship became more of a sisterhood. And through that, I got to know Don and Yvonne even better. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, to be, I, I, I started becoming a part of, you know, the, their sphere of friends because I was brought in by Crystal. Mm-hmm. Don is very private. She, now, I say that, but... Dawn, you know, shared her journey, her, her breast cancer journey with, you know, with everybody, you know, from her doctor's appointments to, you know, what, you know, what are, you know, her scans, all of that, you know, she was very transparent with her, her, her journey. But from, um, so for her to have put a post like that about her financial need, mm-hmm. we knew that it was serious because that's, Dawn wouldn't have done that. The, the Don that, that I that I have grown to know and Crystal um just, you know she she knew you know clearly clearly knows her way better than me. She's known her since college. So but that wasn't the Don that Crystal knew either. So for so Crystal and I, you know, got on a call and we were like we were like, okay, what are we gonna do? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, how how are we going to help her? And so, you know, we made our own individual contributions. Yeah. But then we were like, okay, but what can we do to make this bigger and better? And we were not, honestly, like, the only reason why my name was on that GoFundMe was not because it was my brilliant idea alone. It was me and Crystal, but um, was because we were both trying to figure out how to set up a GoFundMe. I ended up setting it up on my phone, and it ended up having my name, even though it was both of us on there. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it just kept showing my name. but. When we initially put it together, we said, okay, well, we're going to do, I think we said $1,000. And then Crystal was like, no, bump it up to $5,000. And let's see, you know, let's see what we can do, what mm-hmm. we can raise. And we put it together by not, you know, at nine, probably at like at nine o'clock that night. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, okay, we kept watching it to see, you know, what was happening. And we probably got to about a thousand, you know, like $1,400 before we went to bed. What time and was that around? Uh, probably like 11, 11 something, okay. 11, because we were texting each other back and forth, you know, what the number was, you know, what, how, how high it had gotten. And we were just really, you know, happy that we were able to do something right. Yeah. We woke up the next morning and I, I don't remember which one of us texted the other first, but we realized that it was almost at, uh, it was like at $4,000 mm-hmm. we, we were like, wait a minute. Yeah. That happened overnight, and we are, you know, our minds were kind of blown. And then by nine o'clock, um, then the, you know that morning we were, you know, I mean, well, in twenty four hours we had, you know, raised like, you know, a significant amount of money that, you know, ten thousand. We had doubled yeah. what we had, you know, initially tried to raise in the first place. And so Crystal and I were like all day. I, I don't, neither one of us worked, I don't think, that day. Because mm-hmm. we were busy, you know, going back and forth and just saying, okay, let, you know, oh my gosh, I can't believe people are just, the, you know, Dawn is so loved that people are donating. And, you know, Dawn didn't even give the GoFundMe information. She gave her um, PayPal and her, <coughs> excuse me, and her Zelle account. Yeah. And so, you know, people, some people didn't even donate through GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. They don't get directly to her through PayPal or Zelle. So um, it was just, 
mind blowing just to see the the level of support yes. because she had a need, and then the and the people that love her and that support her were just willing to to help. Yeah. So I think I, I now that I think I know I reached out to you on on December the the eighteenth around nine o'clock in the morning and mm-hmm. I I know I have it in my notes somewhere, but I think you guys were already probably already over um the goal. Yeah, yeah. We were we we were over the goal um before you know, with we doubled the goal in twenty four hours. Yeah. Yeah. So and it was just just amazing, just watching to see how you know the impact that Don has made on so many people's lives that they were willing to show her the same level of love in return. Mm-hmm. I just, I we you know, Crystal and I just talked about how beautiful that was, and you know, just kept trying to and and Don it was it, you know she was she was such a sweet soul. Um, she she kept telling us to take it down, <laughs> like you know, take please take this down. I do not want people to think that I'm you know that. Um, I'm being greedy here. And we were like, no, ma'am, because people kept asking us to leave it up mm-hmm. so that like, you know, we till at least till that Friday when people got paid so that people wanted to continue to donate. Now, you know, of course it started to, d- to dwindle and that was fine because we have well exceeded what we had originally planned. Mm-hmm. But, um, she, Don, she was so sweet and like, she busted us and told us, and told us <laughs> yeah. the jig is up. Take it down. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Crystal were, you know, we were the, you know, rebellious ones talking about, no, ma'am, we're not doing it. We're going to keep going. But eventually, you know, of course we, you know, um, we did what she asked and we took it down and I, just, I don't know. I, I was just so, I was so thankful that we were able to, you know, get the money to her and um, she was able to take care of, whatever her financial needs were mm-hmm. and and we didn't care you know it was none of our business we didn't we weren't looking to find out what to know what it was mm-hmm. that was none of my concern my concern was just to meet the need to help meet the need yeah yeah and, and so what, what what was her like expression on her face when when or words that she expressed when and it exceeded the goal, and she she was seeing what uh, the the love and support that she was receiving from her friends and and and, and colleagues and step line sisters and yeah, she was so grateful. Um, she the you know the the calls because we had several calls with her, um, you know, and and she was weak and tired while we were talking to her, but you could hear it. You could hear the gratitude in her voice. You could hear the love that she felt. She was appreciative of me and Crystal for what we did, but she was, you know, to to open that open that GoFundMe up. But she was so appreciative of the the kindness of the of people who donated to her. I just I don't think that she would have ever thought that people would have, you know, people loved her the way they did. I don't think that Don Don is a giver. Mm-hmm. So. She's, she was, you know, she she was a giver. So Don was not the kind of person that was focused on what she was going to get. Don was more focused on, you know, what could she what could she give to others? I mean, clearly that that's her mindset, considering that she shared her journey to be a blessing to someone else who may have been going through that yeah. journey. So that's just how she how she was. And Don spent so much time focused on you know caring about, you know, her her friends, you know, and her family, she, you, know, of, you know, of course, mostly her family, but, you know, she was worried about, she, she spent most of her time worrying about Yvonne and worrying about Crystal and, and especially Crystal because they were, they're so close. They were so close. She and Crystal were so very close. And, um, you know, she just, she just, you know, I don't know. It, the, the, the relationship that she had with um, Crystal and Yvonne was so beautiful. That's how how that's how women should be with each other. But their relationship was really beautiful and really special. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and and so the reason why I keep I keep stressing, I was not, and you know, and I will I will constantly tell people I was not Don's one of Don's best friends. That's not that that wasn't my role in this. Um. 
my role, I, I was a close friend. I was a, I was a, a very close friend. Yes. But I wasn't, you know, her best friends were Crystal and Yvonne. Mm-hmm. And I was blessed to have been pulled into that sphere. I will forever be grateful to have been, you know, pulled into that sphere and to have been a part of um, Don's last moments. I was so blessed to have been, um, to, 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 re- to be wanted there. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't want to not be there for Crystal and Yvonne. Even though Yvonne was there for me, Yvonne, you know, Yvonne and Crystal were there for me. I, I go, you know, I, I drive up there and I stay at Crystal's the first night I get there. And we got there, me and my daughter, I got there super late, mm-hmm. um, like at, probably like at three o'clock in the morning um, or two thirty in the morning. And then um, the next two nights we stayed at um, all of us stayed at Yvonne's house. So they were there for me, being being a blessing to me. But my, you know, I was trying to be there for all of them. You know, what could I do to help during this time to help, you know, relieve some, you know, any kind of burden? I mean, you know, going and picking people up from the airport or going and running to the store or whatever it is, you know, that I could do. I just wanted to, if you know, I, since I was asked to be there, I wanted to make sure I was adding some kind of value to the family, adding some kind of value to Crystal and Yvonne. I just did, didn't want to just sit there and just take up space. So I was so blessed to have been there. And um, I had to be at work on Monday, so I had to drive back on Sunday. And um, I got to see her Saturday night. I got to see Don Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And um, I left out first thing like 7 a.m. Sunday morning. And by the time I got back home and got situated, you know, maybe maybe several, like probably several hour, hours later, um, Crystal called and told me that Don had passed. And um, if I, you know, if I didn't have to go to work on Monday, I promise you, I, I would not have left. I would not. I felt terrible because I wasn't there. Not because I, because I, I wasn't going to be in the room. I mean, I wasn't going to be, you know, that was, that was something that was, that was, those were, that was a moment for those who were there. Mm-hmm. But to have just, you know, been there. I would not have left if I didn't have to leave and I would have just been there to, you know, to support the family and to console the family as best I could and to, you know, while they were grieving. But I got to tell, I I got to talk to Dawn before I left that night, Saturday night, I got to talk to her, you Mm -hmm. know, briefly because she was tired and she was weak and she was sleepy. Um, and I, you know, she was awake long enough for me to tell her I love her and for her and, and for me to hear her tell me that she loved me back. And that was, that was extremely meaningful to me. I will never forget that. Mm. Where do you think she drew her strength from? Um, Dawn was a woman of faith, so she drew her strength from God you know, from, from the Lord and her family and her friends, Don had, you know, Don didn't view her, at least from my perspective, I don't think Don viewed her cancer. Um, for, you know, I, I think the way she viewed it, she viewed it as an opportunity to, to help someone else. Mm-hmm. So I don't think she viewed it as a curse. I believe she viewed it more so as a blessing. And Don fought for a very long time. I mean, you know, the, you know, there was a period of time where, of course, I didn't know her. So, mm-hmm. but she had been battling cancer for, you know, for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one point, you know, they, they thought and she thought that she had beaten it. And when it came back, Don took, you know, fought that thing like a, you know, with a vengeance. I mean, you know, to see, to know someone who has um, done Ironman and, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> races and marathons and, you know, tons of half marathons and 5Ks and 10Ks, I don't care what it was, Don was doing it, but she was doing it with cancer. Yeah. And, 
I mean, so when I look at, at me and, you know, sitting around doing nothing, there was there's zero justification for that because she was doing all of that with cancer. Mm-hmm. And so she, I know she leaned on, on God. I know her faith was strong. I know her husband was a huge source of support. Her daughters, oh my gosh, she loves her daughter. She, that woman loved her daughters and her husband so much. And she loved Crystal and Yvonne so much that, you know, she just, I don't know. (laughs) I think she drew her strength from those who were around her, who encouraged her and who supported her. Mm -hmm. Hey, everybody. So... Just so you know, I am safe and sound. You won't see any more posts from me because I am out of the water. Uh, I got to, let's see. Yeah, about where I am now. I'm going to show you the fucking, the water, excuse me. This is the madness that we're swimming in. You need to see this. That's the madness and the craziness, beyond craziness, that we're swimming in. I got through most of the race, except for the last 200 yards. See the waves. See the crashing of the waves. So, yeah, so that's okay. So, as much as I wanted to finish, because I was so close, because I don't know if you can see, see back here behind me. See, there's a yellow buoy right there. That's the end. And that's where I needed to get to. And got through to a point around here, and I was swimming from boat to boat. And got from one boat in the middle between another boat, and my legs completely seized up. Both legs completely, and I couldn't move them. So I raised my hand again, got to a boat, and then finally, um, as I was trying to keep moving, they wouldn't loosen up. And they're like, You good? I was like, Yeah, no, I need to come out. So I tapped out as bummed as I am to go as far as I did. Because, you know, I've done this distance before, but this water is what I'm not accustomed to. I'm, I'm not an ocean swimmer. And this is every bit of like being an ocean. I'm just gonna stay this way so you can see the madness that's going on behind me. So, as much as I wanted to continue going, I did the smart thing and pulled myself out. So I can bitch and complain about it and try another day, all right? So, as bummed as I was, somebody said to me, so what's the number one goal when you're swimming? And the answer is don't drown. So I said, did you drown? I said, no. And they said, goal accomplished. So once I heard that, I got better and I can live with it. So I'm getting ready to go. I have been truly blessed and fortunate to have a friend named Dawn. We met through an organization called Black Girls Run. We were both run coordinators and our primary goal was to encourage women of color to move their bodies and stay active. No excuses and no woman left behind. We also shared the passion to one day compete in an Ironman race. I relayed my first Ironman 70.3 with Dawn. I was the swimmer, she was the biker, and Kai was the runner. We went on to compete an entire 70.3 distance for the first time solo in Augusta, Georgia. We both had a great race, an amazing experience, and lived to try another day. I learned that Dawn was a cancer survivor, which inspired me to always strive to be the very best with no excuses. We traveled to many different races together, to places like Jamaica with reggae runners, Augusta with Try It For Life, Miami Famous with Black Runners Connection. She's been my roommate, she's been my Sherpa, and a true inspiration. She's always seemed to be that voice I needed to hear at the right time and the right place and sometimes navigating me to where I needed to go. Once I learned that she was not only a survivor, but also living with cancer, my respect, love, admiration increased 10 times fold. Now she may have been living with cancer, but she was also living life to the fullest. Every second, every hour was accounted for. She generated awareness that I have never seen before by telling her story and taking us along the journey with her. Her smile, her laugh, her energy, it was all contagious. Dawn, I'm gonna miss you, sis. I've been having a hard time really trying to think what this world is gonna be like without you. But girl, I know you'll be tracking. I know 
that you'll be tracking that ass. We will represent. We will tell your story and we will never give up. We'll tell the story to never lie down and to keep going. And we'll keep that lipstick popping. We will live life to the fullest and make sure that no one is left behind. I am Jaja Porter and I am blessed to have known Don Davis Calhoun. Hello everyone, this is Ray Morris, also known as Ray Q Storm on Facebook. And hello, Brother Oxley. Thank you for this opportunity to be able to share some brief thoughts in regards to our amazing friend, Don Davis Calhoun. And Don, we didn't know each other, but we met in Miami in uh, January 2013 for the Miami Famous Marathon Weekend and hit it off there from day one and been friends ever since. I got to look forward to seeing her every year at Miami, chance for us to catch up, see how each other were doing. And then seeing her throughout the year, any other event was a bonus. Then I was blessed and proud to have her as a member of Black Greek Running Nation since February of 2015. Um, the one thing that I value and always will cherish about Don, as I may have stated, was her smile, her energy. When you we hadn't seen each other for a while, the first thing you would see is that smile, and she'll be ready to greet you with a hug and make sure how you were doing. John simply was one that was always doing what she could for others, inspiring others, no matter what she was fighting through. And that I will always keep close in my mind and my heart and use that to keep it, continue to inspire myself as she would want us to do. So this is still a tough one to talk about because it's still fresh and hitting hard. But Don was, like I said, an amazing person. And Don, just know that I miss you. We all miss you. We all love you, and I will always love you. And you spread your wings beyond those heavenly gates and let your wings guide you through the heavenly skies. And I know you're doing what you can already looking down on us. And we will see you on the other side one day when our marathon is complete here. Love you very much, my friend. My name is Alexis Barberin, and I met Dawn through Triad for Life in 2015, and I also knew her through the Black Triathlete Association. And Dawn was one of the most genuinely supportive people I have ever had the pleasure of calling a friend. And in 2017 or so, we both were planning to do Augusta, and I also was planning to do a full Ironman that year. So we planned to go to Gator Fest, which is essentially the training camp for Augusta. And we both were doing a 3.4 mile swim, her as a challenge and me as training for this upcoming full Ironman. So we get there and it's myself, Dawn, and one other guy from BTA, and she called us the three chocolate chips. So the three chocolate chips get on the bus, we ride up to the swim start, we get out, and I'm like, Dawn, I want to get back on this bus. I'm nervous. I'm freaking out. These people say they have gators here and I'm not about that life. And she's like, girl, there's no gators. They just say that to hype you up. So the horn goes off. We jump in the water. We're swimming. About 15 minutes in, I see a boat passing by and I look up and Dawn is standing on this boat. Now, if you know me, you know I am cussing her from A to Z in my head. About 20 minutes after the boat passes, I'm swimming and finally getting in a rhythm. And lo and behold, here is a gator. Now, it was a baby gator, but at the end of the day, it still had more teeth than I do. So at that point, I start hauling tail to get up out of that water. So about an hour, 40 minutes later, I get out the water and Dawn is at the end waiting for me. And I'm like, Dawn, what? happened we supposed to be swimming this together next day i know i see you on a boat and then here you are here and i'm still in the water what happened and she said basically the guy on the boat said she wasn't going to make the cutoff so she needed to get on the boat so she got on the boat but then when she got to the 1.2 swim star she made him stop the boat and she made him get out because she had shit to do and if you know don you know when she had shit to do there was no human being on this earth or any other earth that was going to keep her from doing that. So I said, well, that's great and all, but I ended up seeing a gator. And she said, well, 
at least it made you swim faster because you made the podium. And that was just, that was Dawn. She was supportive. She was caring. She would give you a kick in the pants if you needed it. But she was always there for you. And even if she couldn't go the distance, she'd be waiting for you at the end. You, my sister, were a beautiful, strong, and fearless warrior who served as textbook instruction on how to leave your mark on the world. You fought this battle with such fierce grace that you inspired an entire community and beyond. I was blessed to know you, and we were all blessed to have loved you. Maya Angelou said, I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. To the contrary, we will remember your words and your cheers. We will never forget all you have done and how you gracefully fought this fight. And with every hug, laugh, and dance, we most certainly will never forget how you made us feel. We love you always. So I will always remember Dawn Davis Calhoun as being all the things that all of us needed all the time without any of us knowing it. Dawn would show up to races with all of the equipment that we all forgot but didn't know that we forgot and would have it at the last minute. And that's just how Dawn was. If you needed a ponytail holder, she had it in a bag. If you needed some uh, lip balm, it was somewhere stuck in a side pocket. And she was such a great motivator just in the way that she lived her life. And that's the spirit that I take with me when I think about all that Dawn did through triathlon, through her life, through being an exemplary mother and spouse and business owner and sorority member and triathlete. Uh, she brought all those things together to be holistic and to be herself. Don was also the funniest person that you wanted to see at a race because not only was she always smiling, she figured out a way to make you smile. So I remember at my uh, 70.3 at Augusta, this was actually like my third attempt, and I was nervous going in, and, and Don had already done this race. And she showed up to this race, even though she had already been um, diagnosed again, she showed up to support. And I saw her before the race and she gave me the biggest hug and the biggest smile and she had on this bright red lipstick because she always had her lipstick popping. Um, but she said, you know, you got this, you, you got this. If I could do this, you can do this, you got this. And when it was the end of the race and I was coming in and I was, you know, right over the time, but still trying to make it to the finish line, Right at the turn to that red carpet was Dawn Davis Calhoun, and she was sitting on the curb uh, right before I got there, and I saw her get up and say, you got this. She stayed. She stayed to the very end. She stayed to support, and that is the type of person that Dawn was. She was just there for everybody. She was wanted to ensure that we were all safe, that we were all successful, and that we were all smiling. And so now I think of Dawn as being among my many ancestors, among all of our ancestors. Dawn is now amongst all of our grandmothers and aunties that are watching us. She has reached that ancestral plane uh, and is walking as the queen mother that we know she is. And she is becoming that guiding voice to all of us. I fully expect to, you know, feel Dawn when I'm swimming and I know I got that little extra current push. I know that's that's Sister Dawn. When, when we get that good tailwind on a bike uh, and comes out of nowhere, I know that's Mother Dawn. I know that when I am running and I am tired and I do not feel like moving on, I know it will be none other than uh, my ancestor now, Dawn Davis Calhoun, who 
and saying, come on, girl, hurry up. We got shit to do. Um, we all do. And I'm appreciative of her presence, appreciative of her being in my life and me, and, and allowing to be, me to be in hers. Uh, she will forever be with us, and I will forever love her, and I will forever smile when I think of her goodness and what she's brought to our community. Facebook family doing? So just wanted to say hello from Panama City Beach here, taking it all in as we're taking some pictures with the Sherpas and our athletes out here having an awesome day. It's a beautiful, beautiful day today. Uh, surprisingly, which is cool. Hey, Lisa. Hey, Karen. So we're enjoying our day here. Um, flip around so you all can see the pretty water again. Oh, look at that, how peaceful and serene. If only it was like 85 degrees or something. <laughs> hey, Mark, hey, GK, what's going on, party people? But yeah, so had a great weekend. Um, I can tell you that being a Sherpa is almost as hard as actually doing the actual work. I do need everywhere. Where they were, we were, and then some had to get in front of they needed us and have what they needed, but it was a wonderful experience. Wouldn't change it for anything in the world. Uh, blessed to be able to be a part of the process and so glad that I did. Um, like I said, three weeks ago, almost four weeks ago, didn't think this was going to be possible, but you know, he made it possible. The Iron Man thing is anything is possible and it truly is. And getting to see my girl finish her race see my other girls get out there do what they could it was amazing so it's a great 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 day so hey Lynn and hey Randy but it was really great you know I'm gonna go back to reality here boo but that's okay because got to take it all in and enjoy this I mean come on now And what we're going to do is uh, start getting a couple people. We've got already back in Charlotte. Got one getting ready to leave. I'm going to attempt to fly out later. I have a good feeling that I might not make that flight because I'm on a standby. And so I may be here till tomorrow morning. We'll see. Um, but that's okay. <laughs> I could be forced to stay here another day if I need to. Luckily, uh, the condo, we don't check out until tomorrow. So that works out well. And then, um, you know, just make it on home and go back to the real world. And then start planning for the next trip, which is finishing up getting ready. Hey, people. Sorry, I'm back. I lied. We decided to take a little walk on the beach. Actually got warm. See, I've unpeeled all my layers. Still pretty outside. Here, looking a mess because of my hat, so forgive me. But just wanted to share one more time, one more again, the awesomeness of the beach and the weather and everything else. So that was it. Love you, love you, love you lots. Hey, Miss Angela. And get ready to take it on back to the crib. And eat some lunch, watch a little football, fall asleep, and then take it to the airport. So that was it. Right. You all have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Sunday. Now, you celebrate Valentine's oh, Day! Yeah. 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 episode of Behind the Wheel where we highlight the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within their community. And Don Davis Calhoun certainly fits the bill. 
Today's episode would not be made possible without the assistance and contribution of some very important people, dear friends of my sister, Dawn, Crystal Blair, Yvonne Bennett, Yolanda Burroughs, and also to those people who took the time out to uh, share their voice, Contributed footage, Lillian Solomon, Kadish Diggs, Yolanda Holloway, Alexa Barbran, Jaja Porter, Renita Thompson, Q Brown, Ray Q Stone, Heather McTerry, Tony, Helena Mason, Kimberly Tucker Hall, and John Gear, his wife. Thank you so very much. Please be sure to keep her family in your prayers.